Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. I think our guys um, are enthusiastic um, about who this team can be. And it sounds crazy um, in some respects. It's, it's not a new season, um, but there's so many unknowns. Um, everything from the obvious without the fans to the bubble, um, all the precautions, um, the, the, the just the, the strange nature of the of the preparation. Um, and, and when you have a team that's got an enthusiastic mindset, I, I think that um, can be a real, real positive. That's Quinn Snyder echoing what Joe Ingles has said. We talked about this on TV last night. PK, these guys, maybe they'll go and fall flat, but everything you hear from them, they feel like this is going to be a great run for them. And they got to do it without Bogdanovich, which is a lot of shooting to lose, but that doesn't seem to be taking even a little bit of the edge off the enthusiasm for this. No, it don't, man. The enthusiasm is there. I have enthusiasm. You have enthusiasm. Yawk has enthusiasm. We make a great team. They make a great team. We are a great team. Wow. All right. Uh, The schedule's out. And if you are getting ready to sit down at night and watch jazz games, well, you're going to have to get ready to sit down in the afternoon. In some cases, the morning, at least in one case, the morning. A lot of 11 a.m. and 1.30, 1 o'clock games, that kind of thing for the jazz. They have one primetime game among the eight, and that is the Lakers. That'll be a 7 o'clock start. Uh, and then the last game with the Spurs, they haven't set a time yet. They'll probably pick whatever games have the biggest impact on the playoff matchups and assign that one. But the other six games, late morning, early afternoon, PK. Yeah, that just adds to the bizarre nature of it all, really, when you think about it. Why have every game be at 7 o'clock Mountain Time? Because that's traditional. That's normal. Why not play in the middle of the day in August, no less? Let's just keep with the craziness. And at that point, you know, all you can do, I don't want to say just blow it off and say you can laugh about it. That's the cliche, obviously. But it just adds to the nuttiness that is what's happening here with this NBA season. And so for that, from that perspective, I'm looking forward to it even more because it is truly a unique once-in-a-lifetime, hopefully, situation. Yeah, most of the uh, late games are going to the uh, the Lakers and the uh, Clippers and Good. the Houston Rockets also getting some late games too. So. Remember uh, what was I think it was in January, maybe February. They played uh, the Saturday. Dallas Mavericks yeah. at three thirty. Yeah, yeah, and it was so fun for was, some stupid reason. Okay, so the difference is that was a Saturday and people were free. We're going to see a lot of weekday games here, and people are going to be at work. And sh- yeah, but I think you can have the television on and people at work. I mean, there's a lot of people who working are working home. who aren't at work. I uh, yeah, I couldn't take your call. I was uh, was on a Zoom meeting right then. Oddly, it ended the same time as the Jazz game. <laughs> Rudy Gobert still has trouble smelling after testing positive for the coronavirus in March. He told the French paper, "The taste has returned. He lost his uh, sense of taste for a while. He's got that back. The smell—he can smell smells up close, 
but not from afar. So, you know, to put it in your terms, PK, when you got home as a kid, if you leaned right over the pot when Ma was was uh, cooking up the Italian food, when she had the, uh, the rigatoni going and the meatballs, you know, you could probably smell that, but you can't smell stuff from a ways away, so... Ooh, that smell! (laughs) Can't you smell that smell? (laughs) Specialists have told him it's going to take about a year to come back. So There's that. But he says overall, he's in good shape. He also doesn't feel more tired than normal. So for basketball, that would be the critical information. See, for me, it wouldn't be that big of an issue. Because for whatever reason, I only really have one nostril. My sense of smell has always sucked. And everybody can attest that PK has no taste. <laughs> Comedy. Excellent. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. The 16 out of 302 when they didn't have them in a controlled environment, I think has filled the NBA with quiet confidence that they're going to be able to keep their arms around this. That is Rick Buecher, that the NBA confident, testing a lot of people going into the bubble, got a low uh, rate of positive uh, tests back. So, and it seems like there's one sign, it's negative. There's one sign, it's positive. There's one interview, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. The next interview, hey, I feel pretty good about this. We're not really going to know until it's done because nobody's ever done this before, PK. Well, I can relate to this very, very well because all the research that has been done on me over the years always comes back with a low rate of positivity. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) No, you're supposed to have the popularity thing. All my stuff has always always come back negative, right? I knew eventually it would pay off and I would actually be in style. It just took longer in a different way that I thought about it, but, you know, here we are. Oklahoma City Guard Chris Paul, president of the National Basketball Players Association, told ESPN's The Undefeated on Saturday, the Players Union and the league are collaborating to allow players to wear jerseys with personalized social justice, social cause, or charity messages on the backs instead of, you know, traditionally the last name. So, what are jazz players going to be wearing? Is this going to fire you up or turn you off. We will get to that coming up in our Uh next segment. We've got a list of responses coming in on Facebook. A mere (laughs) 105 comments. We don't usually get to triple digits. 14, 17, 25, 24, 29, 28, 97. Why would jazz fans go at Donovan Mitchell on social media? 97 is uh, the recent peak. Usually get 20 or 30 comments. 105, PK. Have you already been through them? You got a few favorites already? I looked, I, I think I put it up Friday night. Or no, Saturday night. Saturday night, right. Today's Monday. So I, I didn't look yesterday, though. So anything that's been uh, within the last uh, 24 hours or even a little bit more than that, I haven't seen, no. All right. We'll get to that and your thoughts uh, coming up next. Brooklyn Nets forward Wilson Chandler, the latest NBA player to opt out of playing in Orlando. Chandler said he's opting out to spend more time with his family, in particular his grandmother who raised him, and his three children. So, one more guy who won't be there. The Brooklyn Nets sitting in seventh place in the East. they got a losing record, but they are sitting in the playoff spot right now and ought to hold on to that since they're six games in front of the Wizards. DJ and PK. 
hashtag NFL. There's ways to incorporate, much like Taysom Hill with the Saints, use him as a you know halfback, halfback pass, but occasionally let him run it just you know just to show that you'll do that, something like that. But I don't know if you take him out, take Aaron out on goal line, and put Jordan in and run an option, and then you get crushed. Brett Favre, they're speculating about how Jordan Love could be used, get him some snaps, get him going while Aaron Rodgers is still there, assuming that uh, transition and that handoff is going to take place in a couple of years. And Taysom Hill in New Orleans, the uh, the obvious, I guess, what everyone would aspire to if you're going to use a quarterback in that role. It's gone about as well as any quarterback. Remember when Cordell Stewart was in that role a long time ago? Slash. It seems like as we've gotten away from pocket passers, I mean, there's still some pocket passers out there, but quarterbacks have been getting more athletic, so it makes it easier to do this kind of stuff if you want to get creative. I don't see it. I don't really see Jordan Hill being a Taysom Hill. I don't really see anybody being another Taysom Hill. You took Jordan Love as a first-round pick, not as a third-team quarterback, kind of a trick pony which what Taysom Hill has been, now he's moving up the chain now. They didn't pay him like a third-team uh, quarterback in this this year most recently, and that's why it's going to be different. That's why it'll be interesting to see how they use Taysom Hill this year with that in mind. Before, he was a free agent, and so you could put him in there, and, and it took him a, a little bit to recognize the great athletic ability I don't know that Jordan Love has that athletic ability to the level of Taysom Hill because I don't know that anybody has that level of athletic ability to the degree that Taysom Hill has it because that kid was such an unbelievable athlete, and this still is, obviously. So I think that if you're looking to get him some playing time in the next couple years so he's ready, say, in two years, three years, whatever it was, like Aaron Rodgers did with Favre himself, I think you can find ways to get him in there conventionally. I wouldn't put him in there in a halfback situation. I, you didn't. You, you you're not going to take a quarterback in the first round and look to move him someplace else. I wouldn't think. I would think you would take him to be a quarterback and have him play quarterback. So find opportunities, which I think you'd find in the next couple of years, to get him in the ball game and use his skills as a quarterback because that's what you drafted him as. The big NFL news, the New England Patriots busted cheating. What were the odds? Find $1.1 million. And they lose a third-round draft pick next year, stripped by the NFL after the Patriots' in-house video crew was caught filming the Bengals' sideline during a Cincinnati-Cleveland game on December 8th. The Patriots' TV production crews will not be allowed to shoot any games during the upcoming season. Now, with all this bad news, the Patriots getting busted cheating, it was shocking, PK, to learn that all the rumors and all the speculation finally came on that very day to help try and bury the headlines. Cam Newton is signed to a one-year deal. Lots of incentives in the deal. It's uh, Newton, Jarrett Stidham, and Brian Hoyer. May the best man win to replace Tom Brady. And it's a one-year deal, so presumably if Newton wins that job and has a good year, hits a bunch of those incentives, and then he's still young enough to get a big money deal from either the Patriots or somebody else in the offseason. Yeah, he's 31 years old, I think, and uh, yeah, to me, they seem like a no-brainer. Now, we've seen Hoyer, kid out of Michigan State, play for a number of years. Stidman, what did he throw? Four passes last year, whatever. You know, I don't know what he's Stidman? going to be. Who's at Stidman? Per- what did I just say? Jared? Stidman. It's Stidham. Yeah. Stidham. Uh, I don't know what he's going to be as a professional. 
I mean, we, ju we just don't know what these guys are going to be until they've got this opportunity. Even the greatest of them in college, we don't really know. So maybe they think that, you know, he can win the job and they can win ball games. Cam Newton, we've obviously seen play at the highest level, but we've also seen him slump and be injured and all that stuff. So I thought it was a no-brainer that they, they sign him. And I, I hope the guy succeeds, man. It, to me, this is the classic pro sports stories why you keep people say oh i'm out no they keep bringing you back in to quote the godfather because who's not going to watch cam newton try to win the job in new england really whoever wins the job who's not going to be interested to see how new england does right see if new england they were i have already read stuff there are people who thought they were going to finish third in the division i think with what we had seen that over the you know past few weeks since brady took off months since brady took off that the Bills were the favorite. But now with Cam Newton there, already last night I was reading, now nope, the Patriots, you you watch the Vegas money, the Patriots are going to end up being the favorite. And whether they can be a playoff team or not, whether they can win the division or not, is Bill Belichick going to face plant? Uh, there's plenty of storyline here. And, and plus, we haven't even gotten to the part yet, can an NFL MVP, is he essentially done at 29 and 30? Or here at 31, is he going to resurrect his career? And we got all kinds, and we can go down the list, right? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, and Breeze is older than Rodgers, and Brady is older than Breeze. It would be easy for someone to sign him to a four-year contract. Oh, Roethlisberger is another guy who's older than Cam Newton. So if he has a year, any team out there that has a need could be signing him to a four-year deal and be set up for a good run if he's healthy and plays at a high level. And I was reading a bunch of stuff last night that there are people who think it all comes down to is his foot healthy because his footwork was messed up because he was protecting his injured foot because it hurt so bad, and that messed up his mechanics. And that if his foot's healthy, then he's going to go back to being Cam Newton. And then, you know, for the people who hate the Patriots, that's going to suck because it's what, it's what you just said. Like, how, how do you not watch the Patriots? There's so many people who hate the Patriots. If they have a smooth transition from Brady to Cam Newton, who is healthy again, that is going to irritate a lot of people. Yeah, well, don't leave out Stidman. Stidham. <laughs> Who's Stidman? I don't know. It's close to Stedman, which would be Oprah, which would be, yeah. I don't know. Then we're off on some tangents. It's got nothing to do with it. I had it in my mind. There's somebody out there like that. Yeah, it probably is. Uh, NFL Players Association Executive Director DeMarie Smith says he is not happy to see NFL players continue to work out together, despite a union advisory sent out last weekend saying they should stop doing so. They are not in the best interest of protecting our players heading into training camp, but I don't think they're in the best interest of us getting through an entire season, Smith told USA Today. But competition, PK, you want to be able to do your job as well as possible. And there are stars who can sit out and nobody can say anything. But, man, there's a lot of guys in the NFL just trying to get their three, four years in. And they are not separated. There's just not that much of separation between them and some guy out of the league. So they're trying to do everything they can. I get why he's saying that. But if some guy's trying to hold on to his job, he's going to go work out. I don't get why he's saying it. Why is he saying it? Because I think he thinks that it's going to lead to more positive tests, and that's not in the best interest of them getting through an entire season. I think ninety-nine percent of the people who get the positive tests recover and they're just fine. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. 
It's a sliding fluid situation that we all have to come to grips with. The numbers are stunning, yes, but I think that, again, you've got to remember that the time is definitely still an ally. It's narrowing, but it's still an ally. That's Tim Brando. We've had it on the show multiple times, but that's on somebody else's show, not on, not on our show. But talking about college football, they got time to get this right and get this figured out. And it sounds oh, like yeah. he's ready for a bunch of question marks. And if they have to postpone games and make them up and slide back conference title games, like we saw the headlines a week ago, like we've been talking about for a couple months, Tim Brando sounds like he is good to go with that if necessary. Clearly what he's saying is time is on my side. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, oh, bad financial news for some Pac-12 schools. Under Armour who has a Utah contract. Under Armour is attempting to break its 15-year, $280 million contract with UCLA. The deal started in 2017. It's the largest college apparel deal in the country. Under Armour also reportedly tried to break its deal with Cal, 10 years, $86 million. That was a deal signed in 2016. How much of this is Under Armour having problems in-house and struggling? How much of this is Under Armour sending some rep to a game at the Rose Bowl and saying, whoa, this is not what we signed up for? And why has UCLA got the richest contract in the country? There have got to be 10, 15, 20 brands stronger than UCLA. And granted, they're in a lull now. They're not playing well and nobody's showing up at the Rose Bowl. And literally crowds of under 25,000 there. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't really care about them. I'm just wondering what it means for Utah. Yeah, right. As these are these the only two deals they're trying to break, or are these the first two before they try to break a bunch? Right. At which point Utah would get caught up in it. I mean, Utah's drawing about what Under Armour must expect them to draw. Right. They're winning about the way they they're would be expected to win. Whereas Cal's attendance is down a little. UCLA's down a lot. And two hundred eighty million over fifteen years. Yikes. Uh, Washington Huskies reducing their overall athletic department budget by 15%. Coaches have all agreed to a 5% pay reduction. Uh, the AD says it's going to save $13 million, and she reiterated the school intends to continue offering all 22 of its athletic programs. 5%? Boy, that'd be sweet, huh? Not really, right? That's not much. <laughs> 5%. Okie doke. Mississippi lawmakers voted Sunday to retire the Confederate battle emblem from its state flag following widespread increased pressure that came in part from the world of sports, including Ole Miss coach Lane Kiffin, Mississippi State coach Mike Leach, MSU star running back Kylan Hill, who said he would not play unless the state flag was changed. They changed it on the weekend, PK. They had a Sunday vote, man. They were in a hurry to change that thing. Uh, I guess we're getting into the uh, recruiting season, huh? Apparently, I don't know. They, I wonder. I don't know that they have that many, you know, big corporate employers and businesses down there. If they were worried about losing some of them, I don't know. But change is coming. They're gonna have a new state flag. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. The reason for the delay, it appears, is because there still have to be some allocations for the possibility of games moving around uh, if COVID-19 is is deemed to be uh, out of control in particular areas of the country. And, of course, uh, with a season that begins about a month from now, a lot can change in a month's time. All right, that's Fox Sports' John Rossi saying the Major League Baseball schedule uh, has been delayed. And I guess they have to line up either other major league parks that they can move games to or 
AAA parks they could move games to in case, you know, for instance, uh, they have an outbreak in Florida now. Maybe Tampa Bay can't play at home. Or if, uh, you know, I don't know, pick a team, pick a city. PK. The Diamondbacks in Arizona. The Diamondbacks in Arizona. Now, see, if you needed to get a, a AAA ballpark that had hosted a major league game before, even if it was preseason, and that was in a different population center away from the other stadiums in the West, what would you pick? Don't say Fresno or Sacramento. Don't say it, PK. No, obviously I pick ours. Yeah, that kid. I've been in that ballpark. I've been in their their clubhouse, all that stuff. I mean, I haven't been in some of these new parks in their clubhouses, but the Dodger Stadium clubhouse is no better than the one that we have here. I've been in both several times. And so it's a first-class deal. I don't know that they if they let fans in, that would be cool. And it would be cool, nonetheless, to have them up here either way, sure. It's a beautiful ballpark, obviously, and in the summer. As I felt so bad for the golf yesterday because the summer is just always so gorgeous, the summer evenings, and they have rain at the end yesterday. I just, we'll get to it here in a second. But, uh, yeah, the weather's great, and, and sure. I always thought this is a uh, underlying uh, uh, what was it? Uh, what, what am I looking for? Uh, underrated, un- underrated baseball underrated. community. Okay. Yeah. And there's some major leaguers now. Some of them came up through the PCL, and so they came through town for AAA. But there got to be some guys who either jumped straight from AA, or maybe they got traded and you know played in the, played back east and didn't play in the PCL. Sitting in the dugout. Looking out at uh, Mount Olympus during a game. It's oh, of course. Not the worst setting for Major League Baseball. <laughs> Somebody ought to be able no. to adapt to that. Yeah, yeah. It's actually big time. It's extremely beautiful. We've all been there. Korean Baseball Organization is going to start welcoming fans Friday. They're going to open stadiums at 30% capacity, work their way up to 50% in coming weeks. So if there were a AAA team here, 30% of 15,000, you'd have about 4,500 fans there. That'd work. Yeah, yeah. I hope it. I hope it does work. Actually, good sign. DJ and PK. Obviously, it's it's a great streak, and any time you're mentioned with those names, it's uh, it's very good. And you know, I, I'm definitely proud of myself for for continuing the streak, and I want to keep it going. But it was a long time between between wins, though, and so hopefully, it won't be that long for the next one. Golf. Dustin Johnson gets the win. That's 13 straight seasons he has a victory. That is a rarefied air on the PGA Tour. Yeah, I think it's Arnie and Tiger or somebody else, Torino maybe. You like that list, don't you? Oh, that's yeah, a, for sure. That's a one-stroke win. He was grinding out, but he beat Kevin Strillman. You see him taking the shoes and socks off there and in the water and yeah. chipping up and having to chip again but still saving par. He got it done, and he needed it since he won by just uh, – just one shot. Yeah, and, and he needs 18. He's got a par. Uh, if he bogeys, they got a playoff. And so he stands up there over his tee shot, hits it 351 yards, 13 yards longer than anybody had hit that day. And Faldo was just going, man, adrenaline's really kicking in. And Dottie Pepper, I think, is the female. She, as the ball's in flight, she says, touch them all. <laughs> I mean, and then afterward, he had a sheepish grin on his face. Well, you know, I needed to hit a good shot. I knew it because I had the par. And uh, so, yeah, I hit the best one of the day. <laughs> 
I mean, this guy's had enormous talent. What was it, like eight to ten years ago? Every major, I kept picking him. Yep. Uh, you remember it. I do. Uh, because you, you look at him, you think, okay, this guy's just got everything that you need. And he's put it together. And he's an extremely talented golfer, obviously. And uh, he can get a job done. I mean, he's got, what, what are they, he's got, he's got 20 wins now on the tour. Which is the Hall of Fame number. That's yeah. uh, the number that uh, whenever we have Bob Casper on, he's always talking about guys want to get to 20 because that's the Hall a of Fame number. exemption, yeah. Yeah. I, what is he, 30? I think Obviously, he's it's, it's a great streak. And uh, anytime you're mentioned yeah. with those yeah, Thanks, I mean, thanks, Jacques. It's, it's a great streak. I mean, and, it's, it, it, and he's got, in what's trending, he's got a streak of being mentioned twice now. They're saying what's <laughs> trending. Go. Got a streak going here. <laughs> that's what you get for calling PK out on the Stidham Stedham thing right there. Then you say, Stidham? moments later, <laughs> Bang! Oh, oh, oops. I think he can get ten more. Do- there's there's Dottie Pepper again. Touch them all. Hit all those yeah. buttons in there, Yak. Uh, and speaking of playoffs, although they didn't have one on the Travelers Championship because Dustin Johnson got his par at the uh, Travelers Championship, they didn't have the playoff. But the Utah Championship had a playoff. Daniel Summerhays going low, sixty-two, and he gets into a three. Three-way playoff, but uh, he's out on the first hole, and Kyle Jones wins on the second playoff hole. And as you said, PK, after days, and you know we were watching every day, and there'd just be these glorious shots down these tree-lined fairways, framing the mountains. And then the last day, there's just umbrellas and wind, and <laughs> everybody's looking miserable. <laughs> yeah, it was exciting. It, it did suck for them because the, the weather did uh, turn turn bad. Obviously, yesterday. But it was a great golf tournament. Uh, Summer Hayes, that putt in the first uh, hole, you know, was just a couple inches of, short of not going in. Just I think it slid to the left a little bit. Uh, and Kyle Jones, uh, Haley had made the putt, which eliminated Summer Hayes. And then Jones got to step up there. He's got to make the putt. When Haley made his putt, there wasn't as much pressure. But Jones has got to make that putt to go to the second hole, and he does. Wow, I mean, that was a big-time putt for that guy. And then, obviously, he makes the putt to birdie on the next hole, and he wins it. Now, I was telling Yach, Jones is from Snowflake, Arizona, which is up in the White Mountains. And that that whole area, uh, eastern Arizona, down into Safford, it was known as heavily, heavily LDS. So, I don't know if Jones is. He went to Baylor to play college golf. Well, he's listed him 5'8", 215, stocky old fellow. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was reading up his high school coach, coached there for 20-some years and was just a golf legend in the community, retired in 2015, and they did a story, the local paper up there on him, and he was talking about how he was going to retire and come to Utah. So I assume there was some LDS connection. I don't know if Jones is, but Snowflake... People think it's for the thing, the little no, white thing that falls out. No, it's not the weather. No. It's the snow it's, family and the flake family. Which are two heavily LDS names. In fact, uh, there was a congressman who was all anti-Trump out of the East Valley area named Jeff Flake. I don't think he did re-election, uh, but he was always banging on Trump there. He's still a prominent voice in political circles. Yeah. And so, yeah, that they, I, I would assume he's a descendant of the flakes and then the snows. Too. That's how they got the community name. So, small, small town up there in the White Mountains. Let's see if this uh, this youngster goes on. What's he? Twenty six years old, I think they said. 
uh, and yeah. what, what what can he do later on? But it was well, an exciting tournament. He's eighth on the money list now, so he's all set up to go to the uh, the big tour next year, and he got a taste of it last year, apparently. So I don't know if he has- yeah, and you can't miss him. He's got the big beard, and he's five eight two fifteen. Yeah, stocky. Yeah, and the beard is big. The only bigger beard was the caddy. Holy cow, that was a big beard. Mike Weir, 9-under, tied for uh, 67th in the tournament. And uh, and that was supposed to be Daniel Summary's last tournament, but then afterwards he was leaving the door open for playing in Colorado. Going to the this week, yeah. So That's might, this week, yeah. He might play one more week. Well, I mean, if he's going to teach at Davis High, school's not starting next week. No, he actually was talking about how it would be part of a trip to Missouri to see his in-laws. But they were driving oh, back there anyway. He was talking about it in the... Uh, he did a press conference afterwards. Stop and play some golf in Colorado <laughs> on the way. Why not? Hey, we can pay for the trip, honey. Why not? You know, so. yeah. He did say that that still had to be negotiated. He was kind of looking. She, I don't know if she was standing over there or if he was looking at He had a lot of family there, so I don't know. Maybe he was looking at some other family member. But All right, DJ and PK, what is trending? It's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, your reaction coming up next. What do you think? Uh, More than 100 comments on players wearing messages for social causes, social justice on the back of their jerseys uh, as the NBA restarts. We'll get to that next. Stay with us.